Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of This Is Sex. Hey, y'all. Hey, girl. Hi, hey. ladies. It's been a minute, huh? It's, it it's been a little while. Yes, life has been lifing. Yeah, life has yeah. been lifing. But we're back. We back. We're back. And we have um, something really good to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were discussing before we started that um, right now it's been, we got a lot of shit going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll address yeah, we some do. of it. We'll address some of it in this episode, some of it in the next coming episodes, but we got a lot of shit going on in the world. So we're all, so if we're not as jovial as we normally are, <laughs> we got heavy, yeah. got heavy spirits right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think what I think is going to be an, a very no surprise topic for our listeners. Um, we're going to talk about abortion wow. because mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the what the fuck's going on in the United States of America. We're um, regressing rapidly. Yes, but uh, these these motherfuckers are trying to attack reproductive rights. Mm-hmm. Um, trying, I think I they're doing a trying. darn good job. They're, of it. they're doing a very good job. They are. Um, they're rolling back better than Walmart right now. Yes, <laughs> and uh, we need to talk about not only what they're doing, mm. but we need to talk about why we have to stop them from doing it. Right. Um, because regardless of your viewpoints on abortion i think the three of us have the same viewpoint but i think most people do um everybody deserves autonomy for their bodies deserve to make mm-hmm. the, their own decisions about their own bodies um, right. but anyway let's let's talk about roe versus Wade. um so we're i don't know how many people even know what roe versus wade is mm-hmm. i think people you know you hear it and you know roe versus wade abortion but i don't know mm-hmm. that people understand the legislation and i am not an attorney none of these right. heifers are attorneys over okay, here sure. right. so like, even though i know a lot of attorneys who want to be clinicians but i stay in my lane though oh so okay. same same yeah. <laughs> but i i think what i think what needs to be clear is that roe versus wade essentially is a is legislation that protects a woman's right to choose and that's kind of the bottom line you can if you want to go and read up on the legislation and you want to go and read up on the halt the landmark case you can um, it came out of texas it came um, out of dallas it did it did 49 years ago but essentially it it made it so that a woman had the right to choose whether she could have an abortion or not. Um, I think it's under the 14th amendment, if I'm correct, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but that's all. It just, it says that a woman has the right to decide what to do with her own body and it has been upheld several times, but there was a report that was leaked. What now a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, yeah, maybe like a month or so ago, um, that in an upcoming court Supreme court case that they're considering overturning Roe versus Wade, um, and rolling back women's rights for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and to say that I, um, the resident OBGYN is pissed off about it is an understatement. Mm-hmm. I am flaming hot ass, burning ass, red ass mad. Yeah. Um, not only because I believe in a woman's right to choose, I provide abortion care, um, But even more than that, who the fuck gives anybody the right to tell you what you can do with your body? Right. 
I don't understand why anybody has the right to do that, but especially the government lawmakers, motherfuckers who are, who will likely never be in a situation where they have to make a choice about an abortion. And ironically, I, I think I, I dis, I respectfully disagree with that. I think a lot of these lawmakers making these uh, these kinds of laws have had side yes. pieces and yep, secretaries, but yep, they, right. they don't have yep. to go to Planned Parenthood. They got a doctor right. on call that they send their little Jezebels to, so they have right. access to safe abortions. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, it's sort of this you know, feminization of poverty and, you know, this lower income people and having autonomy. But at the same time, it's just all these layers of how you want to, you want to stop people from just making decisions about their own bodies. I mean, from, from Roe versus Wade to like the, all of the transgender issues, like why the fuck aren't we talking about you know, inflation and the housing market that is making it inaccessible for Black people to become homeowners and student um, loan debt, which is the, the single the single biggest reason that is, you know, gatekeeping Black people from, you know, from amassing wealth in this country. And even if we didn't take it from, you know, Black issues, it's just there are other pertinent life-threatening issues uh, that they should be focusing on as opposed to limiting health care and access um, to for people. And something that I realized that was triggering to me was a lot of, you know, I mean, as a clinician, I follow a lot of like mental health, uh, maternal health sites and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people started posting these stories like clinicians, doctors, nurses, um, therapists about, you know, this time where, you know, this mom had a baby who was only going to live for two minutes and was forced to carry the, the pregnancy and stuff like that. And I found myself being very upset about shit like that. Cause I know mm-hmm. The intention is well, you know, like mm-hmm. not everybody is just somebody who didn't wrap it up, got yeah. pregnant and had their 18th abortion. I'm not yeah. saying that I, I am for that, but I am for somebody making a decision for themselves. And it's like when we have to justify, you know, you know, right. medical abortion or say, you know, well, this one was because somebody could die. I think you're playing into this game of like, well, let's rationalize to some mm-hmm. other motherfuckers about mm-hmm. why somebody else needs or should have this access. Like it doesn't it becomes, fucking matter. Rape, incest, yep. medical. We should it have becomes to a slippery that. slope. That's that's the thing that I think most OBGYNs when we when we take an oath to take care of women and that includes abortion care, whether you individually or you individually think it's ethical or moral or whatever, you take an oath to provide the care that the person needs at the time, right? Once you start doing what you're talking about, Valen, which is, well, you can do it if mom's going to die. You can do it if the baby has lethal anomalies. You can do it when you start deciding mm-hmm. for somebody what's important, then mm-hmm. you you essentially take away their right to choose. Like yep. you take away the woman who's been raped, who's now pregnant with her rapist baby's right to choose. You take away the woman who's got four kids living in one room on one income by herself, now pregnant with her fifth baby because she was switching birth controls. You take away her right. You don't, as an individual, get to go into the doctor's office with somebody else and make a de- health decision for them. And that's the, that's what people don't realize. This is exactly. an individual health decision between that person and their doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one else needs to be involved with that. 
Yeah. And we, and we know from history, right. That when you outlaw abortion, the abortions don't stop. They don't stop. Get more and more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you all remember, I think it was on Showtime, like a long, maybe like 15, 20 years ago, a series called If These Walls Could Talk. There was something, and I can remember about watching in college in my women, women, yeah, and it was we watched women accessing, you know, back, I don't know what they're called, abortions and people's houses with hangers and shit like that. Yep. And so, what is most concerning to me is the abortions and pregnancy terminations won't stop they become more risky where the woman who is going through the process now has to deal with other traumatic issues going along with trying to access something that could potentially save her life not just because it is a life-saving healthcare issue but because it puts her in a better position as she moves forward in her life, it's a decision that she needs to make. But what I find so very interesting is why is it that we do not monitor men's biology and their body autonomy the same way? Because it's a lot easier. They could just go have a vasectomy mm-hmm. and not worry about, you know, if it's all about not having unwanted pregnancies and unplanned pregnancies, then it's a lot easier to stop it on the male side of things than it is the woman side of things. So if, if, if us having, okay, so you're pregnant now. So that means every time a man jacks off, you are killing babies. Well, that's this, right. The same, you can ask the same question about why is all birth control targeted towards women vagina and vulva over and women yeah um and it's because it has always societally it's always been an issue for us because yeah. we're the ones who carry it we, we are the we ones, are the ones that, that carry it and have the outward shame of it yep. if it's in society's eye um out of line and and we don't put in the same effort right like and I, i've said this before if we put in the same effort and energy between even like we did when we were researching Viagra and we put that same Mm. effort behind researching male birth control Mm we'd have already had male birth control now I I haven't I haven't actually looked this up in in quite a while so just take what I'm saying with a grain of salt but there was there was an article that came out um this must have been six or seven years ago looking at a male form of the Depo-Provera birth control yes Mm -hmm. And, um, it actually did a very good job at preventing, um, sperm, um, from impregnating a person. Mm-hmm. And do you know why, do you know why it is not available and ha- or has not continued in research to become FDA approved? The reason is, is that there was one side effect that was considered intolerable by the male research subjects. And that side effect was ability. No, what's called an injection site reaction, which is basically means it hurt. It hurt. Oh, we're the win. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt. Day. But you want to regulate these uter- I was saying this earlier, and I'm like, I don't know. Is it uteruses? Uteri? Uteri. Uteri. You want to be controlling these uteri? Right. <laughs> it's like it's so ridiculous. It it it, it yeah. just it, it pisses me off so much and it's like wow it's it's so crazy that as for as progressive as um 
America thinks claims, of, pretends, yeah, it's like imagines you know, that it is. I'm always intrigued by you know pro lifers. Um, because you know, I've you know I've seen it before. It's like nobody is pro-abortion, you know, but it's like um it, it's just interesting that people feel so strongly about when life begins and mm-hmm. you know ending pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But when 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 lives are being lived, mm-hmm. people don't, don't necessarily about care about the quality, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there ain't no fucking infant formula out here, <laughs> you know. Right. You it's like you, you gotta have those babies. Room. You can't terminate those terminate those pregnancies. You have to have those babies, and then the babies are here and just like you better take care of your kids. Yeah, I and mean, you, you know, and just kids. because, and just because you are pro-choice, right? So OBGYNs are, are naturally pro-choice. Just because you're pro-choice doesn't necessarily mean that you are pro-abortion, right? Mm-hmm. Most of us are. I shouldn't say most of us. I will speak for myself only because that would that's ideal. I am pro ed- sex education, pro birth control, pro doing what the fuck you need to do if you don't want to be pregnant. But I also believe, and I am pro when you're in the doctor's office, what happens in there is none of my fucking business. So whether you have an abortion, whether you start blood pressure medications, whether you get a Depo-Provera injection, it's none of my fucking business. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't help me. It doesn't, you know, what you decide to do with yeah. your body is what you decide to do. But, yeah. and, and, and I think people you know, and this may, this may be an unpopular opinion, but just like we were saying about how we we have to have these babies, you have to, you can't kill these babies and you don't give a fuck about what happens to them when they're born, but you definitely have something to say about any government assistance. Why are people on government assistance? I don't want to have my tax dollars go to that. So you, you don't want to help people when you force them to have the babies. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to give them the education to prevent them Mm -mm. from having the babies. Mm -mm. So we're just going to, we're just going to have all the babies and just mm-hmm. hope for the best. It, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. We don't care about the children once they get here. Right. We don't care about the, the parents being able to take care and provide for the children to the best of their ability. But we care so deeply about the sin that they created. Right. So you can't go have a, you can't go terminate a pregnancy. It's just, it's which, absolutely which ridiculous. Has, which has nothing to do with you so much about sin i don't have statistics and i don't i'm pretty sure they're out there somewhere but i know a lot of i know a lot of coupled people married partnered Mm -hmm. Mm long-term relationships who Mm -hmm. have chosen to Mm -hmm. have abortions together Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for, for medical reasons, for fuck, when you're trying to take care of another baby and, you know, in this economy, you know, mm-hmm. shit, whatever. But I think, you know, there is this, there's this idea that, you know, only, you know, a single, you yep. know, poor, promiscuous, right, right. Promiscuous, poor women seek abortion. Color. Yeah, of color. Exactly. And yep. it's like, yeah, I know. I mean, Black, white, black, brown, y'all know I got a smorgasbord of friends, but it's like, yeah, I know, I know a lot of people who have selected that as an option and that's their business. Yeah, like, exactly. That's their business. And what is so frustrating for me is like Dr. Clay was saying, so we don't want to provide comprehensive sexual health education for young people to prepare them to make informed decisions. We want to crucify girls for what they wear mm-hmm. but 
we don't do anything related to making sure that boys understand dress codes aren't I mean it's just so many things that just frustrate me about how we prepare young people that when they get older it's almost as if they're they're left with not very many resources anyway and then we're going to take away a very viable resource from them through pregnancy termination and on top of that guilt them into carrying a baby to full term only for that baby to not be able to be taken care of whether they keep it or put it up for adoption and and the reality is right like the, if it, and i think this whole idea of adoption which is what people say like oh well you can just give the baby up for adoption yes yes you can that is that like, you can do that do you know how many people who carry a baby that has been in their body and has kicked them and they've bonded with them that they then had to push out or get cut out of them how many of those people who intended to give that baby up for adoption actually go through with it? But even so, think about all the ones that do and where those many, many, many children and like we, our system is just set up for failure. Yes. Because um, foster care is overcrowded and there's not enough, like there's just, there's so few options that are viable ones that when you have one that's a viable option, that is a very personal option. Yeah. We we as a society want to take that away and say, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, I just don't understand why. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand why there's so much pushback from groups that are not doing anything to support what they're saying. Because if you are pro-life, you're not saying I'm Mm pro-baby. You're not saying I'm pro-pregnancy. You're saying you're pro-life and you get to determine which life matters. Right. Yep. And how long long it matters. How long it matters, right? Because it matters until it gets here. And then once it gets here, then it doesn't matter anymore because then you don't want anything to do with it. You You just want to be able to walk the world and say, well, I prevented so many pregnancy terminations, but nowhere in that do you say, and then I supported this avenue and this program, this thing to help those same people that, you know, are disadvantaged in your eyes, right. Or single poor hoes, whatever, um, have their babies to then get those babies into school and, and, and just support them throughout their lifetime. And I just, yeah. So we can't have an abortion. We can't have comprehensive, medically accurate sex education. No. We can't have access to appropriate birth control. No. And when we do have access to birth control. And I'm, this is just another soapbox. You lie to people about what that birth control does and how it works to scare mm-hmm. people from using it. Yeah. Um, like, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're so pro-life, again, women vagina owners vulva owners uterine owner are still going to have them yep. and they are going to die yep. so the life that you think you are saving you're actually losing too yep because what will happen is what, what used to happen you know back in the day right you had somebody like in deep mississippi 
who has no abortion providers and no abortion access who finds out they're pregnant at six, seven, eight weeks, whatever it is, the average is eight weeks, right? So you are, so in Texas, you already can't have an abortion, right? Right. You, you figure out. In Oklahoma, you can't even have, as soon as you lay down and have sex, you can't have an abortion at that point. Right. So, right. So then it's when you figure that out and you figure out shit, I need an abortion because of whatever reason, and it's nobody's business, but your own, right? Then you got to figure out where the nearest abortion provider is and get there. And the majority yeah. of the time, by the time you do that, you're 12, it's- 13, 14, 15 weeks. And even though you can still have an abortion, I mean, as of right now, who the fuck knows mm-hmm. what happens when if Roe versus Wade gets overturned, right? Mm-hmm. You have just made that abortion riskier, even yep. if it's legal, it's riskier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more traumatizing to mom, mm-hmm. um, not only physically, but emotionally. Cause now mm-hmm. you've got baby movement and all that kind of bullshit. Like take again, like we've said, taking it away, doesn't make it go away. It just makes it worse. It makes yeah. it riskier. It makes it more dangerous for the person. That's and, in, it, and you, you are putting the person who's carrying that child, that fetus, how, whatever label you want to get it you are putting them at a greater risk for death, yeah. for infection, yep. bleeding, like all the things that they're still going to have to go through mm-hmm. in um, a non-sterile, medically incapable, yep. risky environment. But, but, you, but you say you're pro-life, but that life you just, at that point, you don't care about. Yeah, I just, care. I don't, they I do don't not get about it. About women, they don't, they don't care about access. I think it's really all deflection. I think it's, it, it seems to be that there is some productivity, right? If we're having these, you know, trans bands and, you know, rolling back Roe versus Wade, it's like, look at all we're doing because it's easier to, to do that than to address shit like, you know, gun control, <laughs> you know, it's, it's easier to do those kinds of things because you, you satisfy, you satisfy some people to a degree. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's sad. It's frustrating. It's like it, it is surreal at times like this is 2022 like literally this is 2022 and I think back to sometimes like I mean this is a little tangential but I remember as a kid watching the Jetsons and Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like we literally are the Jetsons now everything except for that hair machine when we get the hair machine we're going to be good. But like Zoom, you know, they were on yeah. see each other on the phone and shit. A lot of little stuff that was going on in the gadgets. It's like, we are really there. Like, I thought that was like so far off in the future. And I, you know, you juxtapose that with like how we're just rolling back very essential safeguards and protections and that have have been discussed and been voted on and have Mm -hmm. been decided already this isn't some shit that like somebody didn't just need an abortion yesterday Mm -hmm. yeah 49 years yeah somebody didn't just need to um talk about abortion care this shit has been talked about discussed done we've already seen what illegal you know making abortions illegal can do we've already we've already done all this so why yeah. are we when we have shit like gun control and mental health crisis mm-hmm. healthcare crisis motherfucking pandemic in this bitch that we could be focused on mm-hmm. yet yep. we're focusing on policing and regulating a person's body, body yes in in a room 
that you if we want to police somebody's person. body how about we police somebody's body to safety how about mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. just how about if we pull how about we police the police let's start there uh yeah. police some people's bodies to safety police all the drugs that have been you know thrown out into our communities and you know i had a conversation for a, a brief tangent here um with my dad the other day about how you know crack miraculously just came up in our communities and it was thrown in jail it was violence it was all these things and then it's and now we got the opioid got the, and the face changed to the theirs and then our was, approach changed. Oh, honey, honey, you go. So, I don't even get down that. I that mean, one just, I mean, come on, guys. I, I mean, we're having interventions and keeping families together and talking about illness, illnesses and diseases. And exactly. You know, my first job out of grad school was a child welfare social worker. And I can't tell you how many crackheads, kids that we took. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. in the proverbial we, you know, the system. Yeah. Like, it's mm -hmm. just like... You know, it's it, it, until and unless certain people are affected um, harshly on on the results end of these kinds of things. I don't think we will see change. And I think you know, thinking about like, okay, when this happens, when 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 it is officially overturned, then what? You know, because these states are already going rogue anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I said, you know, you go from Texas and. When you think you about, have, I have to go to people. my border states. I have to go to states that that yeah. my state border. But if you go, you're going from Texas. Like oh, I got to get to Oklahoma. Oh, I can't go to Oklahoma because no, bitch. The, the, there's no the, there's and Texas the is the biggest state exodus, in the union. The mass exodus of from California to Texas, y'all ass is gonna be coming back here for exactly. abortion care. Um, which is it, I mean, for all like, sorts of health care reproductive health issues yeah it, it you you shouldn't like, and that's the other thing that's frustrating is that so california women can be you know respectful enough and and open enough and honest enough and whatever to have abortion care but texas women can't we know we already know mississippi women can't like what the how, how do you even decide that somebody in mississippi isn't allowed to police their body, but somebody in California is like that. That's, that's the other thing that's so fucked up about it. Cause you look at it and you're like, oh, so, so not only is somebody going to make decisions about what type of abortion you can have, if you can have one at all, but now we're going to decide what type of people can have abortions too, right? Yeah. Like if you can't access abortions in Mississippi, literally from the, from the state because of reduced access right. a lot as a mississippian someone born in mississippi i can tell i mean they're like 40 48 49 50 and all the worst shit <laughs> you know you yeah. probably can't get access to california to get exactly. the abortion and I'm thinking about how the Louisiana, was it the governor who was talking about um, maternal health and was saying, oh, if, you oh, control, if you control for the black people, then right. our, we're on par, you know, in terms of more. So of because maternal, of black maternal. people don't matter. So we already like, know that. You, you don't give don't a matter. fuck. You don't, you literally don't even give a fuck. We're talking about women and pregnancy and stuff, but you you don't you don't give a fuck about the pregnant person that has to carry the baby. Like you're no. talking about the maternal mortality. And yeah. so at the same time, 
I mean, it's, it just make it make sense. I'm just, I'm, because, because you know why they're doing that, right? You know why they're saying that? They're saying that because they want people to believe there's something inherently fucked up mm-hmm. with women of color so that they can say, oh, well, it's because just like the obesity epidemic, well, they're fat because of the way they eat, because of the way, you know, because of their genetics. So there's, there's nothing we can do to help with that. They're at higher risk for preeclampsia and, you know, hypertension, um, and all, and preterm delivery, just because genetically they're made that way. They want to take away the healthcare bias. They want to take away healthcare, racism and healthcare, because they don't want to address that, which is Dom, you, you preaching when I was on that HHS call with March of Dimes. Cause I remember mm-hmm. and my, my good friend asked me, cause she was like, you know, what's the biggest factor? And I will share, you know, I was proud, you know, I know it's race. And she was like, no, sis, it's racism. And yes. it was like, from that was a pivotal moment for me. Like, I, like yeah. I feel a visceral response now, but like, and it was just like, fuck, I didn't drink the cooler. Even as an informed person, you know, but like when you when your language is so important because it's like it's not race, it's not because we're black, because you know it's because the system is set up to oppress operating the way they were set up to operate, and now that we're getting these results, it's like oh, we're gonna put it on these people. And so I just remember we were talking, and she was like, No, and it was a loving check, you know. Yeah, I was just like, Well, I'll be damned, you know, (laughs) like and and I don't know, but this should it's just like when we really say that we need to that the police the we need to change the police system because the police system is broken. It's not broken, it's doing That's exactly what it was, it was designed. Set you set it up. So it, it's working perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And it, it reminds me of this sociological concept I remember learning about um in my one of my professors in undergrad. I think it was like Master Cody, somebody, he was like a gang member from California. Anyway, he always talked about overstanding issues. And it's like, you know, you got to overstand this shit because you can get, I think that's kind of what we were talking about with people sort of justifying which abortions and who who deserves access. And it's like, when you overstand, you know, the fact that we don't have this comprehensive nationwide mandates for comprehensive sexuality education and shit like that, it's like, no, let's not be, let's not be outraged. Let's figure out what we're going to do because this shit will come down. It will be official and people will be in crisis. I mean, mm-hmm. on the one hand, I can say yeah. it's going to keep me a job <laughs> it's going to keep business going good for me and my colleagues but that's not right. the end game you know that's i don't want to yeah. help people cope with bullshit i want to people i want to help people thrive and advocate for themselves and have laws and policies that support people being in a better place and not you know I putting some like, people to walk into my office and make a decision about their body that mm-hmm. is best for them mm-hmm. and not make a decision about their body that is best for the government, that is best for their husband, that's best for their rapist, that's best for- Or that is best. limited yes. in any way right. that is unfair. Right. It should, they should be able to walk because in Because to be limited by their circumstance. It yeah. just, it's, yeah. it's all bull. It's all bull. Yeah. yeah. So, but one thing I will say is, you know, I've been seeing a lot and you all may have mixed thoughts on this about how, you know, women can stock up on, on various um, medical interventions and things like that. And so what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I have very strong opinions. Like, I feel like if we're stocking up on them, that means that somebody else isn't going to be able to access it when they need it. Yep. I'm not sure I understand what you mean. So like, like people, what you can, so instead of, you know, 
getting pregnant, you can just go have a fucking cabinet full of plan B and Mm -hmm. use that anytime you're concerned about getting pregnant. So here's the problem, right? Um, And people who, who take care of people who need birth control know this, right? Number one, no birth control is hundred percent effective. You can take all the fucking plan B in the whole wide world and guess what? You can still be pregnant. Um, So that's number one. But number two, the thing that what we what we saw with the pandemic, which is if you scare people mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. thinking that something is not going to be accessible, then they make it not accessible by stocking up, mm-hmm. i.e., fucking toilet paper, yep. fucking yeah. fiasco, right? Yep. Um, and things expire, so now you're stocking up on something that you didn't use, and you didn't somebody that somebody else needed that couldn't yep. access it because you had seventy five of them in your cabinet. And, and now again, 75 of them have expired. You have, and, and, and even if you do that, you will still have folks that will not take plan B because they are misinformed about how emergency birth can emergency contraception mm-hmm. works. So you have people out there who won't use emergency contraception. They don't want to be pregnant, but they don't want to take emergency contraception because they think that they're having an abortion. And that's where the whole lack of lack of comprehensive sex education comes in. If they knew this when they were in school and weren't, you know, weren't in a crisis mode and they may have, they may make better decisions. Um, it, it is dumb. It is dumb to stock your cabinet full of plan B. Yeah. What these people want you to do is not have sex mm-hmm. at all period, point blank period, which is not going to happen, which is not going to happen. And so if you have sex and you get pregnant, you're fucking screwed. Mm-hmm. You better want a baby and you better want a baby with the person that you've had sex with because you're going like, to, because you're, gonna, you're not going to have an option if things go the way they look like they're going. I read a research article one time that plan B can really fuck you up and look like crud sometimes. Have <laughs> your discharge looking like crud. <laughs> it was an article that I was reading about this lady. It was some rural town. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say this plan, plan B is a hormone, right? So I think I guess that we should I should I shouldn't assume everybody oh, right that know, that, know right? what plan, plan B is. Yeah. Plan B is a hormone. Looks um like they hormone, ever saw when they changed the oil out of her tires. <laughs> Shut up. I mean it out of the car. <laughs> it is a hormone. It is a very similar <laughs> hormone that is found in birth control pills and birth control patches and rings, but it's at a higher dose. Okay, the goal of plan B is to, to stop disrupt. you from, uh, well, it's from, to stop you from ovulating. It's to stop you from releasing an egg so that that egg cannot be fertilized. So it is not an abortion. It will not disrupt a pregnancy. So that what is, is the, what is the, what is what is are you for is it are you 486 are yes so that so, is that yeah that, that can be considered an abortive an abortionation right but you can't get you can't get this shit over the counter anyway and even if, well, and even no, if you well, could no. it's your fucking business right it's yeah. your fucking business but here's but, the thing why are we policing these fucking abortions when how many times can a woman be pregnant when she's pregnant right, right. but how mm. many times during that pregnancy can a, a, a person who can ejaculate make a fucking baby yeah I mean, like, it ain't, I mean, I've always been an analytical person, but make it make sense because yeah. it's like, why are you over here on these uteri 
Okay. Speak and we it. we not over here talking about, I mean, oh, every, sperm. every time. It's, especially when there are two people, especially when you, for in most situations, right? Most situations, if you accidentally get pregnant, you were accidentally pregnant because you had sex with somebody who could get you pregnant. Yeah. That person, just like you, should be using some form of contraception, yeah. of some form of reliable contraception is what I should say. So it shouldn't be just the person who can carry a fetus. Mm -hmm. It should be both people who are partaking in the sexual act. And that's, and that's not, that's another layer to this, right? Like, why is it only my fucking job to make Mm -hmm. sure I don't get pregnant? My aunt had a whole tubal ligation and got Mm -hmm. pregnant. It was distraught. And her gynecologist told her in his 20 year career, she was the first person. And she was like, why me? (laughs) But I I don't know if her son, I mean, he's he's of age. I don't know if she has ever told him, but we all know. But, you know, not everybody who has unplanned pregnancies were not careful, you know, were right. We're, yeah, we're not. Right. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of babies out here where the condom broke, the condom right. fell off, the condom wasn't the right size. But we they don't took Plan B too, and they, it didn't work. Yeah, we don't talk about comprehensive sexual health education, so people don't even know that condoms come in various sizes. Mm-hmm. or so. or that or that you know that you're you know that you when you use a diaphragm for example you're supposed to use spermicide mm. right like or or that your birth control your birth control pill that you take every single day religiously same hour every hour is only 92 percent effective right right like people don't know and, and then if you take it just like randomly like everybody else does that shit's like 80 percent effective right but people don't know don't what they don't know, know because we do not let them know right. because we don't want to have those conversations what well, we do but society we don't want to have those conversations and, but then and then you cripple them and you take away their their choices it, it i can just say if this happens when women's reproductive world it's going to be turned the fuck upside down. I think and we have to see be more and roll up our sleeves because I it, I think it's when I think yeah. it's when and and Biden is a very he ain't ready to. It's like we you we needed somebody who was ready to fight Joe and you needed Kamala Harris to be in fucking charge <laughs> and Kamala need to come on because they we we have to be ready because this is going. I mean the uh what is it ACLU and NAACP and Congressional Black Caucus and shit. I mean all these people still not going to be able to. I mean we it, really I think this is it's it's not as simple as this, but I I would encourage every listener to you know be voting in your local elections to be mm-hmm. you know watching what's going on going to meetings and, and don't wait until it affects you or somebody you care about so i think right. in general as society that's that's what we do you know it's, well, it's and easy. remember and remember that just because you don't know this as firsthand knowledge somebody around you has had an abortion absolutely we somebody all, has yep. your mama your sister your cousin your best friend somebody around you has an abortion they may not have told you your spouse your spouse somebody has had one and they're there and they're alive and well they may have given you other children they may have had your nieces and nephews or whatever they are because they had it done safely Mm -hmm. because people stayed the fuck up out of the doctor's office yep all righty and if you remember that we don't have no problem we can done our due diligence 
Well, ladies, I mean, I think we're going to have a part two of this. When the shit hit the fan, we're going to be back. (laughs) Sadly. But uh, I think we can stick a pin in it for now. Uh, We have given the people news to march forth with. Have those conversations and and just do something wherever to whatever degree you feel comfortable with. But don't do nothing. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. That's been another episode of this is this is sad. sad.